Hi there and welcome to today's episode of No Wheel Knowledge. Today we join the drivers down under for the third race of the season and as always Albert Park did not disappoint. So there's a lot to talk about from the on-track action but in the end we did talk more off-track though as the drivers had even more going on there. So take a listen to this week's slightly more chaotic episode and as always, let us know what you think. Hello everyone, welcome back to No Wheel Knowledge. Today we are going to be recapping the Australian GP. Um, there's a lot to talk about, mostly off-track stuff. Uh, Tears is currently sitting <laughs> smirking to themselves <laughs> over, over other things, yes. Yeah, yeah, that happened. <laughs> Correct. That ha that happened. Um, um, we'll cover that a little bit later as to what just happened there. But for now, I want to start off with some things that were happening before the race weekend began, and start off with new lids. We have new helmets from Valtteri and from Daniel. Your thoughts? Was it the kangaroo one with the beach? Yes, that's so cute. Mm -hmm. I love the yeah. fact that so yeah. many drivers go for like some geometric design and all that. And he's just like, kangaroos, beaches, just like pictures on there. <laughs> so for me, the best part is that yeah, she designed, designed it. She's designed a few oh. already. So that's that's a collaboration yeah, going on there. She's talented. You know, I love that he's going like a whole mm. other direction compared to other drivers. I think that's really cool. Like, mm -hmm. wasn't it in testing where he had the like present thing with like a bow on top? Yes, that's yes. so cool. It's yes. so different. I like it. Hope he continues. It was very cute. And then Danny was very adamant about pink on his helmet this weekend. Good for him. He needed I like him. a man in pink. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, On a totally separate note, though, we had a bunch of very weird FIA stuff. Yeah. The jewelry being banned is so fucking funny. <laughs> 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 I've never laughed so hard, especially, especially for the driver's reactions to it. I have to, it's a peak comedy. That's absolute peak comedy. It does not get. Would you like to? This. Would you like to give us a recap of Lewis and Max's conversation? Oh, do I? Oh, do I? If Okay, if I'm very honest, I don't know the full context of the entire situation, of the entire conversation, but there has been an excerpt of essentially um, Lewis implying that Max has nipple piercings and Max going, oh, you want to see them again? There's so much to unpack. There's so much to unpack there. That little word again. Yeah, but also, the, again, but also, do you want to see them again? <laughs> What? It's very interesting. Like, the second Max stops fighting for a championship, he's funny. Honestly? What? The man's P6 and he's and funny suddenly he's again. a human being again. Well, he has to do something <laughs> from P6. Beautiful. Fair. for like some Man's DNF geometric two design and all that he's just like kangaroos beaches just person. like pictures <laughs> so uh, <laughs> and she designed um, but on top of that we she's also designed have a few already situation I don't know if you so guys know about this that's, I do I read a quote and I'm not sure if it's real 
Okay, it's so real. Just, first of all, <laughs> it's real. Second of all, just for context, cool. the like, FIA wasn't testing way to start enforcing a rule about um, fireproof underwear. So previously, they just wear the fireproof t-shirt and pants. Um, but now they have to. The FIA will be checking whether or not they're wearing fireproof underwear, like fireproof boxers and stuff. And Pierre said something very interesting in response. <laughs> Amy, would you like to give us a <laughs> No. <laughs> I would. I would. Go for it. <laughs> so essentially, again, what it boiled down to, this is not a direct quote, but essentially what he said, FIA, you can check my bare fucking everything downstairs. Um, <laughs> have fun. And I screamed. Just the choice of words he used. Yeah. Like he didn't just yeah, say, oh, you can check. Like, no, he, he gave details. Why would he do that? He walked us through it. We he really really visualize. Oh, yeah. Polina, do you have like the direct quote? Because I, I feel like... I don't know if I have direct quote. Because me, I read it out to you. <laughs> me paraphrasing is not living up to what Mr. Gasly actually... <laughs> Uh, verbally I'll scroll, with his I'll mouth scroll through said. my tumblr for a little bit and see if I can find it but it, it's just appalling it's <laughs> it so appalling. bad it's so I read bad. it the first time and I was like I'm sorry what yeah no I remember you showing it to me and I remember just having a needing a minute oh Amy found it <laughs> Amy found it Amy found so, it the Pierre Gasly I quote. found it so fast damn <laughs> The Pierre Gasly quote. Would you like to read it out? Or should I? I think Go you for should. It. Okay, so <clears throat> Pierre said, I won't comment on that. If they want to check my ass, feel free. I've got nothing to hide. My cock, everything. If that makes them happy, feel free. Also, I don't remember who it was, but there were drivers. There was one driver that said, well, there are certain piercings I can't take out. <laughs> it was Lewis. It was, but like he gave it was apparently about like an ear piercing that was like welded to his ear or something which is kind of really creepy. yeah he said that because apparently do you know the cartier love bracelets mm-hmm. it's kind of like that like basically there's like nothing to open up it's just like ah oh, so you cannot like, take it take off, off. yeah gotcha. and so that's why he said he cannot take off his like ear piercing. He also said it's personal, so he doesn't want to, but also you couldn't, even if you wanted to. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Well, that um <laughs> boils that's everything that happened pre pre. Yeah, There's the race more, is so though. much more boring. <laughs> the race is much more boring. But um as for the weekend itself, just Alonso and Yuki are already on their final internal combustion engines this weekend. But why? Is it like reliability? Yeah, it's reliability. Is it a Ferrari engine? No, Alpine have their own engine and Yuki has the Red Bull engine. But also, that's not a conspiracy, but I read on Twitter that apparently Red Bull powertrains is just a money laundering scheme, so... (laughs) That that checks out. (laughs) That does check out. How many have already been ruined? Of those like Red Bull engines. See like Max for stop on the side of a track. Have you guys seen all those things? Oh <laughs> yeah. my god, it's so funny. Oh uh, no, it was it was I okay, but I'll start with FP one because there's 
FP1 was probably the most entertaining practice session. Um, we had a lot of various investigations. Carlos got a reprimand, stuff like that. But we got Sebastian Vettel on a scooter. That was so funny. <laughs> Didn't he get fined? 5,000 euros. That's like nothing, though, to him. No, because man's arrived <laughs> after missing two races on his little rainbow bike. <laughs> And was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to set my car on fire and then I'm going to steal a scooter. (laughs) Chaos. And I respect him for it. He looked like Princess Peach and I loved it. (laughs) He reminded me of Toad. Toad as well. His name is Toad? Yeah. Yeah, His name is Toad. What do you think his name is? Like, Like, in German it's Todd. No, Toad. But he, Toad is another animal. He looks yeah. like a mushroom. No, that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. Like any insult <laughs> Toad like this on this podcast. It's Toad. I didn't know that. It's, it's not in it's Germany. Todd. We have Todd. <laughs> yeah, Toad. Yeah, it's Toad. <laughs> so you know that's the thing. Seriously, do you know his we name pronounce- in Dutch? Toad. It's just Toad. It's Toad. Why is Germany being so weird? Maybe it's just a me thing. I don't know. It's a Lena thing. (laughs) Germans mispronounce many things, so it's not my fault, maybe. No, my youngest sister also used to pronounce it like that, but that was when she was, like, seven. Oh. I'm sorry. (laughs) That was a slow... Death. <laughs> no, but the FIA summons for Sebastian was the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was being, he was summoned for the unauthorized use of a scooter on track. No, but my favorite part was the thing read car number. He's like, yeah. It's like, like <laughs> car number five used a scooter, which, which paints a lovely mental image of an Aston Martin. Oh my God. Uh, moving on to FP2. Uh, the only really exciting thing that happened in FP2 was a marshal falling over when he was running back so to funny. the station. <laughs> that is the most planted. exciting thing. <laughs> and then in FP3 Saturday morning, we had both Aston Martins end up in the wall. That was that was FP3. <laughs> tragic. Truly tragic. Truly tragic. Uh, they also got rid of a DRS zone over the night. Mm. They sensed their mistake. <laughs> well, initially, Australia was going to have four DRS zones. Four. That's so many. Yeah, they sense their mistake. So they got rid of one. So as a result of both Seb and Lance crashing, Aston Martin didn't initially think that they would manage to get Seb out for quali. When they got Lance out, and they got him out like five minutes before the session ended, he goes out, does an outlap, and then we get Canadian on Canadian violence. And Lance and Latifi come together, and there's a red flag. (laughs) But I don't really understand because, like, the chief, he went to the side yeah. and let Lance, like, go forward. And then next second, they were just crashing. I was so confused. It was, it was a weird one. I think it's mostly on Lance for this. And the stewards thought so as well. They gave him a three-place grid penalty for the next day. So, yeah, Latifi lets Lance by. Lance keeps going ahead. But Latifi thought that Lance was on a fast lap. So when he realized that Lance wasn't pushing, he was like, oh, I can just overtake him again. And starts mm-hmm. going past him. And Lance just kind of moves to the right when you don't usually do that in that spot on the track. Mm. You'd wait until like further down the straight to actually start doing the corner. But he just kind of moved. There was very little explanation. A lot of people were very confused and it ended up in a fairly hefty hit for Latifi. However, that did give Aston Martin time to finish fixing Seb's car. 
So he did come out for Q1, but only put it in P18. Q1, we also got Alex stopping on the side of the track, and he ended up getting disqualified for not having enough fuel in the car. But wasn't he already P20? He was going to be P19. Okay, yeah. And then he ended up P20. Painful. But the race. Yeah, he had a very good race. As for Q2, the session started with a rainbow on track. We had a gay race, baby. We had a gay race. <laughs> the gay spirits blessed <laughs> the track. <laughs> we had a rainbow. Checo got investigated for not slowing under yellow flags, but nothing actually came of it. And Bottas's 103 race Q3 streak was broken. Very sad. Sad. He spent the entirety of his Mercedes career getting into Q3. Yeah, but also that's so impressive because most drivers at some point, there's like an accident or maybe like a red flag or maybe just a problem with the car or you get disqualified or whatever. Mm. He did not. He was in Q3 the entirety of his marked career and he ended up P12 for this one. And then finally onto Q3, we had... So Alonso was doing very well just in general. The Alpines looked very fast and he put it in the wall... For the race, because we had a bunch of penalties, uh, I'll just read out the order real quick. Charles, Max, Checo, Lando, Lewis, George, Daniel, Esteban, Carlos. Carlos in P9? But apparently he couldn't warm up his tires, he said, because... No, the red flag got him. He was on a yes. really good lap when Alonso crashed and it just yes, kind of screwed him over. Yeah, apparently when he you know, then did his fast lap, the last one, he didn't have enough time to warm the tires up properly because... like. Time was over. Yeah. So he couldn't do another lap. Sad. That's why. Sad. Uh, but yeah, P10 Alonso, P11 Pierre. Pierre didn't even get into Q3 either. Um, then Bottas, then Yuki, then Guan Yu, then Mick, then Magnussen. Mick outqualified Kevin for the first time this year. Uh, and then Seb, P17, Nikki, P18, Lance, P19, and Alex, P20, as a result of his disqualification. On to the race. I didn't watch any of the pre-race stuff this time because it was... It was six in the morning. God, Amy, please tell them when you actually four. got up, though. Half four. Best yeah. what? Isn't it insane? Why? I felt like I had a flight to catch. I felt very stressed by the fact that Charles and Max were on the front row. I felt like bad energy from that. <laughs> bad vibes. <laughs> having flashbacks. Bad vibes. <laughs> And like you know, um, Ted or who is it that keeps bringing up Abu Dhabi? <laughs> Somebody Ted, keeps bringing Ted. up during the race, and they're like, "Shut up!" <laughs> they're um, like, "Stop!" <laughs> that was me. But nothing really interesting happened pre-race. I mean, Christian Horner looked really smug about what? But for what? They DNF'd because he had a really good. I know this before the race. Oh, what interesting! <laughs> How mad is Helmut Marco that Checo got a podium and Max didn't even finish? I know they were practically hissing his name, <laughs> just like Checo. <laughs> like it's really good for Checo. <laughs> I was like, Can we talk about the tweet? <laughs> the Checo. Yes. <laughs> so sad. We lost Max. Sorry, he's no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I can still hear his voice. I just thought it was so funny, and just the way he worded it. You're like, so sorry. I recently lost my dear friend, Max. <laughs> I so funny. But I also liked how he said that um, that Lewis was like a fair racer. I think the camera like switched to Christian Horner, like Red Bull, and they were just like, shut up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, but 
before we get into more details, I'm just going to give a real quick, like, fire rapid recap of everything that happened. Because not all that much happened. Um, so, uh, it was the largest sporting weekend in Australian history. More than 400,000 people showed up. 420,000. I would like to repeat the number. 420,000. I remember that number. I wonder what that says about you, Lena. <laughs> Back to the race. As for the start, Lewis got to up to P3 like that. He had a wonderful so start. Good. It was so good. So good. Uh, Signs, on the other hand, did not have that great of a start. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Mick overtook Signs in a house, a Ferrari. Signs dropped to P14 before his unfortunate beaching incident. So sad. It was so sad. He lost five spots and then spun and beached it. And we got a safety car by lap three. <laughs> and the funniest thing that happened during that safety car was Max literally getting reminded by GP not to pull oh, alongside yeah. Charles. Because, of course, once again, the FIA has clarified the rules post-Abu Dhabi that you are not allowed to do what Max was doing during Abu Dhabi. With pictures. Yeah, there's pictures. There's 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 diagrams, like Toto would do. Exactly. <laughs> maybe, Have you seen my email? Maybe they're from his <laughs> email. diagrams. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, But this rule applies not just to the car in front, but to every single car. So you can't like try to get in front of the car you can't like pull alongside the car in front of you regardless of where you are during the restart mm -hmm. but yeah gp literally had to get on the radio to tell max to be like hey uh-uh stay behind his rear wing bad but he 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 listened he clearly was struggling too though um he listened we got a restart uh checo got past lewis on lap 10 lewis ended up catching him before checo pitted though which i thought was interesting i think he could have overtaken him if checo had mm -hmm. stayed out um, the Red Bulls just had really bad grip. Meanwhile, Mercedes did not. They were flying. They were flying. They, I, we got, instead of Lewis complaining about the tires, we got Max complaining about the tires for half the race. Exactly. Very interesting change of pace. Um, then on lap 24, we had Vettel spinning and hitting the wall. Aston Martin's poor string of luck continues. Uh, Lewis did not gain an advantage from said safety car. He pitted right before the safety car came out, but George pitted during the safety car. George ended up staying in P3, but Lewis was disadvantaged and got stuck in P5 for a while. Mick nearly hit Yuki before the restart. I don't know if you guys saw. Yeah, I saw that. That, that looked terrifying. That was stressful. But the stewards didn't say anything about it. They were like, oh, that's fully an accident. Like, it's totally fine. Charles barely hung on to that lead before during the restart and after that we got my favorite my new favorite crofty quote quack 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 overtake <laughs> because martin brundle called alonzo a sitting duck and checo overtakes at some point <laughs> and crofty's just like quack quack overtake i love crofty meanwhile while all that was going on alex albon managed to get into the points good for him he went from p20 to p10 on 50 laps yeah, <laughs> he was crazy. He was... tires of 55 laps, right? 57. 57. Damn. Yeah. And His how many tires laps was 58. the race? 58. <laughs> <laughs> that boy. Uh, That's so funny. It's too bad they because yeah. they need to pit once, right? Throughout the race. Yeah. 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 He did he only lost like one position pitting though. Mm. Williams pulled some big brain energy out this weekend. They did I don't something. Know. They did. They I don't did know something. how they did it, but they did it. Yeah. Um, we all got a fascinating quote from George when he was told not to fight Checo. He goes, that's not what I want to hear. 
<laughs> and in the meantime, we had Charles being like, can I go for fastest lap again? Can I go for fastest lap again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that Ferrari race is so strong. It, they're so strong. But his race engineer being like, mm, no. And <laughs> Charles goes, but, 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 but okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then lap 39, we get Max getting hit with another stroke of karma. Um, and pulling off track. <laughs> the engine died again. Again. Was it apparently a fuel fuel leakage or something? A fuel leak. A fuel leak. Yeah. Yep. Which is not good. Which gives more weight to your conspiracy theory, Lena, of that it's just a money laundering, laundering scheme. <laughs> because their engine is clearly not doing what it should do. Apparently every time there was like an engine failure, anything with the Red Bull thing, it was always something slightly different. It was never exactly the same issue. No, they're all different like, issues, yeah. What's going on inside of the car? And yet they managed to like take a bunch of Merck's engineers for this purpose and it hasn't yielded any anything proper. I don't know. It's weird. Spies on the inside. <sighs> I think so. I think so. Um, Stroll was smacked within a five second penalty for weaving. He's now on eight penalty points. <laughs> he has eight penalty points. If he gets four more within the next two races, he's going to get suspended for a race. Wait, wait, who? Lance! Oh no! Yeah! Wait, I... Within three races? If he gets another four, he's... I think yeah. I think if it's within another three races, I'm not entirely Mr. sure. Mr. Stroll, what's going on? Yeah, he has he has more penalty points than Yuki now. What? Yeah, Lance, it's a weird what the one. Fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, in the meantime, a lot of people started jumping to conclusions as a result of something that Lewis said. He got on the radio and was like, "You guys put me in a really difficult position," and everyone was like, oh, "He's complaining about George and being behind George." No, he's not. They put a kilo and a half's worth of sensors on an already overweight car. And they were only on Lewis's car. It was entirely just to measure the porpoising of the car. And they put a kilo and a half's worth of sensors on the floor. And as a result, he was having to manage an overheating engine because the extra weight was causing heating issues. So rather than trying to overtake someone, he had to manage an engine. But uh, with the race ending, Charles at the end was like yes let's go and his engineer is like oh and we got fastest lap at the end there and he was like i wanted to do it <laughs> he sounded like a little kid <laughs> wait wait sorry sorry i want to interrupt but the guy who did the nazi thing um said something about it now oh shit and what, which, what did he, say? he said I was racing under the Italian license, won the race under the Italian flag, and guys below the podium were showing me that in Italy, in such cases, it's customary to beat your chest around where the heart is, expressing gratitude. I just wanted to do that gesture. How all the rest happened, I cannot explain. I know I'm guilty, know I'm stupid, and I'm ready to suffer the consequences. I asked to be understood in that there was no support for Nazism or fascism, no desire to insult the spectators, the drivers, the fans, the team, and the viewers of the broadcast. Please forgive me. How do you accidentally do that? How do you? I yeah, how do you just? <laughs> how do you accidentally do a Nazi salute? Like uh, the thing with the hand on the heart, okay. Yeah, but then the hand like, on the chest, I get it. Yeah, like fine, but and the fact is, if he was like pointing at a person or something, I would get that. But just like straight up, I think he's trying to show off. Honestly, 
and it just massively strange he also said i made a gesture that many perceive as a nazi salute (laughs) i didn't imagine that dude gaslight gatekeep girl boss yeah (laughs) yeah i think so So you just just think it was a nazi salute it wasn't um but yeah back, back 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 to the race um so our final race results were Charles, Checo, George. We got George's first podium with Mercedes. Very exciting. Lewis, Lando, Daniel, Esteban. Valtteri managed to get into the points, as did Pierre and Alex. Then Guan Yu, P11. Lance, P12. Mick, P13. Magnuson, P14. So Mick beats Kevin in the race as well. Not just outqualified him, but beat him in the race. Yuki P15, Nikki P16, Alonzo P17, and we had the DNFs of Max, Sebastian, and Carlos. Alonzo went from being P7 to P17 within the span of like 10 laps. And they put him on quite a bad strategy. Yeah, I think. it was a really unfortunate strategy. Something just went wrong there. Um, they left him out too long, I think. Yeah, and- I think so. Um, but it also continues Merck's streak of being on the podium every year in Australia throughout the turbo hybrid era. And it was Ferrari's first Grand Slam since Singapore 2010. That's what I meant by the Yeah. It's been 12 years since a Grand Slam, and the last one was with Fernando Alonso. But uh, I think a fun, fun, fun stat is that Leclerc currently has more points than Merck do combined. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. He, on his own, could lead the Constructors' Championship. Yeah, he could lead the Constructors' Championship. Too good. Because um, Merck have, uh, like... 30 something points and Leclerc has 71 by himself and he's 34 points ahead of George who's P2 in the driver's championship the fact that George is P2 though yeah I don't think he registered it as well I'm so confused me neither I did not see that coming neither did I completely it was very strange but the driver standing at the moment I think it's Charles George Checo or no Charles, George, Carlos, Checo, and then Lewis, and then Max. What is this photo? Is that Yuki? It's Yuki. Pierre posted 36 minutes ago on Instagram. Straya dump. Uh-huh. I want to see that. And it's a collection. He's doing. Of, I love that he's doing photo it's dumps like now. It's like a collection of. Oh, it's a collection of the photos, and it's just, it's just oh. him. Uh. And then there's just the one with him and Yuki out for dinner. <laughs> It's so cute. And I love it. I love it. I love it. It's so... I Wow. Pierre! Yeah, whore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> whore. What? Wow. <laughs> I did not expect that video. I did not know Jesus. he was this jacked. No, he's very jacked. I did not know this. Right, I would take him home. And you guys are so rude about it. <laughs> I got shamed. But it's specifically to meet your parents. It's specifically to meet your parents. Not just like, who would you bring home? But like, to meet their parents. To meet the parents. He's so nice. Don't know if your parents would appreciate that, Amy. They would really appreciate it. Also, the food. (laughs) Like, wait. Let me find this again. I mean, I don't think your parents will appreciate that kind of food. Yeah, it's literally just that and more chicken. Like, that's that's not a meal. I do want to give a shout out to Marcus Armstrong's food Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Have you seen the content this morning? Yes. 
Uh, if anyone doesn't know, Marcus Armstrong and his sister run a food Instagram. It's called it's Screaming him. Meals. His sister, his sister hasn't posted a single thing. It's just yeah. him. All of, the, all of the posts have just been Marcus. And it's essentially a chronicling of the food that he eats combined with other F2 drivers. Um, there's prominent features have been Yuri Vips, Jehan Daruvala, and Clement Novalak. Um, oh, and Max. Uh, and Max Futural, yes. And Max. Uh, thoroughly entertaining. This man also posts on his stories rating the meals that he has. For example, um, last night he posted a photo that Jehan Daruvala sent him of, I think it's just ribs. And his his critique says, Jehan Daruvala sends in his idea of good grub. I think I'd have a stroke if someone made me eat. This smells like teen spirit or cancer. Zero out of ten. That would be my writing, probably. I appreciate that. Yeah. And then this morning, he posted a photo of Yuri Vips' breakfast. He said, Yuri Vips sends in his monstrosity of a breakfast. How's this bloke still ticking along? Zero out of ten. <laughs> Anyways, you guys should go witness this Instagram for yourselves. It is a riot. It was beautiful. Also, the captions are the cringiest thing I've ever seen. No, oh, I love Which them. adds to the charm, if I'm very honest. This- it adds to it. Yeah. I think it's, it's definitely ironic as well. Absolutely. Yeah, but the fact that he puts so much effort into it, like posting every day, writing those partly very long captions, answering comments. For example, I just want to read this one he has of an oatmeal bowl. Um, this is from March 28th. He says, through this ever-changing and catastrophe-ridden world of ours, I can always rely on peanut butter to provide me the stability and control to keep on keeping on. I'm grateful <laughs> beyond words to have found Moonshell SA as previously, as briefly after this meal, I went toe-to-toe with the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. His name was Castor and his cousin's name was No Safety Car. This carb fest was the ERS boost I needed as I took to the ring to bash out 26 rounds of uninterrupted punishment. If you ever end up on holiday in Jitta, which I don't recommend, take a trip to Moonshell and feast on the classic granola board, which I do recommend, and what will most certainly be the highlight of your trip. Shout out to LL and JV for finding this gem. Nine out of ten taste and execution, mouthfeel off the scale. That is me after eating what? something though. <laughs> <laughs> you would you would have this taken the same picture as Amy. Like look at that. That's the kind of that's the kind of pictures Amy takes. That's my kind of photo, actually. Uh, I can't lie. There's, <laughs> there's another one from when he took his friends to a vegan restaurant. Yes, that's and he my wrote, favorite. My mate Peter Griffin once told me a proper burger isn't proper unless it gives you heart palpitations and a stroke. I was not prepared to take that leap of faith last night as JV and JD ordered their matching beef burgers with no tomato, no gherkins, and limited lettuce. I've been told it really puts hair on your chest so long it doesn't give you the forever sleeps. I instead opted for the LH44 diet and felt very grateful for having the best fans once my meal was done <laughs> and it's usually accompanied by super cringy photos of other drivers like this one. Oh my god do you think they consented to that photo going up <laughs> i don't think he probably even knows that's up <laughs> uh, well yuri goes through and likes all of these photos so i have a feeling yeah, he knows a few of the other ones oh, like yuri okay. liam and all then they comment on it as well so it's like yeah, this interaction it's happening. thoroughly entertaining. It's, it's so beautiful. funny. This this account only has less than 3,000 followers at the moment. And most of them, like Callum follows it, Yuri follows it, Oscar Piastri follows it, Juan Manuel Correa follows it, and so does Liam Lawson. 
But I have one, just one last note about the Australian GP, and that's the fact that we had Ted doing a shoey in the middle of the post-race oh, yes. interviews. <laughs> that was the best part. Mans got hounded by a bunch of fans because he just was chilling on, on the pit straight for a while after the race and got hounded by fans to do a shoey and did one. And then during Ted's notebook, he approached a random doctor who was leaving the track and was like, what's going to happen to me? <laughs> And got told that he might have athlete's foot of the stomach, but he'll be fine. <laughs> just casually. But he also got told that uh, he just needs to drink some stronger liquor and he'll be fine. It'll kill the bacteria. But that rounds out the race recap. Um, now I'm going to pass it off to Amy. Amy, who is your driver of the day? Oh, it has to be Alex. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. I mean, he literally went from like plum last to in the points. Mm. I mean, Charles did an amazing job. He got voted driver of the day as well. It's this third yeah, time in a row getting driver of the day. Kind of boring. Like, I wanted to give it to Alex because also people can be so mean about Alex, mm. like Red yeah. Bull. But Alex finished the race. <laughs> so. Yeah, unlike some people. <laughs> and to finish first, first you have to finish. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Wise words from Will Buxton. Have you seen the Will Buxton <laughs> meme? <laughs> yes. Lena and I on yeah. the same brainwave. <laughs> the Will Buxton like, meme. If you want to yeah. finish, if you want to win the race, you have to finish the race. You have to finish. <laughs> and there were like people who had posters, yeah. like in the grandstands. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Was it Penina who sent me that TikTok of like Daniel Ricardo fans with like a massive face yes, mask? Yes, yes. That was so funny. I was so funny. So Daniel oh, as the son, so as the Teletubby son. I, it was such a good vibe. Danny Rick fans came good in vibe. clutch this weekend. It was oh, so boy. much fun to watch. It was like Brazil um, vibes. There was also a moment in the post race, which I, I sent you guys this this yes. this of George doing interviews with Sky. There were these two girls who were standing behind him and just watching him with like hard eyes. I would be <laughs> doing like, the same. Honestly. Me. <laughs> me. I mean, they have self-control, actually. Mm. <laughs> I'd be like, sign this. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that and I had to take a photo because I was like, the I identify with these girls so much. I'm going to move on to news and updates then really quick. Um, I was initially going to mention the guy the guy in Portugal uh, in the news and updates. But did we talk about before starting to record or after starting to record? Yes. I think before. Before, okay. So just for yes. context for Lena's earlier little thing. Um, there was a race, a karting race in Portugal earlier today where this guy who flies, who flies, drives under the Italian flag. Um, he has a Russian name though. His name is Artyom, which is a very, very Russian name. Um, he drives under the Italian flag because no one under a Russian flag can race at the moment. He won the race and was standing at the top of the podium and as they're playing the Italian anthem, he hits his chest twice and then puts his arm out in essentially a Nazi salute, um, which the sporting uh, association has already started to look into. So there may be some punishment coming his way very soon. What do you think? What would be the punishing punishment for that? He will probably get suspended. I'd probably be suspended. I think he gets suspended. If it's money, no, I would like to is. know where between 5,000 for scooter riding and 50,000 no, I... for touching rear wings. Like, where on that scale <laughs> is it? Like, no, I read he's already been 
He's been suspended um, already? Oh, okay. That's what I read on Twitter. Oh, okay. Well, Amy coming in clutch with live updates. Oh, I have one more update real quick. Uh, so, Lewis is currently in Malaysia with Patronus and with George. Um, but he also said during a chat today that apparently he's going to be getting on a Zoom call with all of the Mercedes bosses to try and push for updates. <laughs> because apparently... Merck aren't doing enough. He's also going to Brazil. And he's going to Brazil. Yeah, Yeah, so... He's doing a lot. He's doing everything. People are now joking that he's the new team principal. Yeah, it's his own team principal. Jeez. He's haunting them. Yeah. But I really hope that he's doing it because he wants to and not that he feels like he needs to, you know? I feel like Lewis is so driven that he would want to do every avenue before. Well, that's that for updates. And really quick, I'm just going to mention some fits this weekend. Lewis, of course, comes in clutch this weekend with fits. They looked great. He looked great. Um, my own, I didn't quite like the... Was the beige jumpsuit last weekend or this weekend? It was this weekend. There was one that... I did not like it. It just... It fit weird. The same. It fit weird, yeah. Yeah, like after the red look... That we had. Yeah. had the green look. Mm. Yeah, but he for for this race he had a beige two piece tracksuit, which did look super nice. Um, but I have to give a special shout out to Yuki, showing mm. up in the yellow jacket with a yellow Alpha Tauri uh, t shirt. So it looked really nice. I wish they let Yuki out of his Alpha Tauri prison a little more often yes. to wear what he wants to because there was Alpha Tauri though. It was Alpha Tauri, but it was good yeah. Alpha Tauri. Yes. Um, he had to find it. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know if you saw photos of him today with uh, the surfing Olympic champion. Uh, I, oh yeah, he is. looks like a grandpa, but it's the best kind <laughs> of grandpa fit, you know. I saw it somewhere where he wore green cargo pants, like a what's it called again, Amy? The the thing that has no sleeves. Gilet. Yes, that. Yes, he was wearing that. And looked like like an Australian crocodile dundee guy thing you wore that at some point last week i remember that outfit i just don't know where it was and the bucket hat it's wonderful um yeah so that's that's really it for fitz yuki had his moment and i think everyone loved it it was great so on to our conspiracy corner yes okay so one it's like two connected the one that's not conspiracy that's just my personal thought but after sebastian wasn't there for the first two races i i don't think he's coming back next year like i don't think he is the thing is obviously aston martin you've made tears are sad they (laughs) they don't want that to happen no one wants that to happen because like they know he has the experience he has the team building building skills whatever so they have a terrible car they want to make him happy and lance like, of course, they like him, but he doesn't really matter to them. He's got to keep a seat anyways. They're going to get the money from his dad anyways. Who cares what he's doing? So, Seb can't even go to qualifying. What can they do? What could they possibly do to make Seb qualify? That's when Lance went into the wall. Interesting. <laughs> and that has happened before. Like, we know that has happened before with, like, teams. That one teammate crashed and the other one suddenly had the chance to do some stuff. Like, that's not new. But they're desperate. Because the thing is, when Seb was 
gone for two weeks he did like all those interviews and he was like talking about his future and he always said oh he could see himself doing so many other things there's so much more to life than racing and it like sounds like he's he's done with that the fact that he just doesn't care anymore I think I know what you guys think, but it really sounds like very sad. Why would he show up? I think not also to find for points and stuff. Also, um, I think an indicator of that is that he hasn't named his car this year. Also, that no, but things last year he hasn't named his car specifically because she's slow. She is slow. No, but last year, you know, Aston Martin was like a new project and Lance, no, Lawrence Stroll has like the five-year plan and stuff. And so he got a podium in like the third race or something. That was promising. That that looked good. Like something you can build on. This year, it's a disaster. And like Aston Martin has no junior drivers, no one else who could fill the seat at the moment. Jessica Hawkins. Like I doubt any. Jessica Hawkins. Good choice. I'm not sure if F. Martin wants that though. Mm. It's like I don't trust I want, them. But the thing is, they don't have any junior drivers. No one from like Haas or something is gonna step up to Aston Martin because that's not a step up at the moment. The no junior drivers connected to them. They're all connected to Ferrari or Red Bull and no or like Alpine and none of those are gonna go to Aston Martin. Mercedes doesn't really have any junior drivers right now that are in a frederick position to vesti. race next year frederick vesti but like, maybe he he would need they want to sebastian yeah but the thing is frederick he would need to be like i know like first or second or something to get a super license so yeah oh yeah that's right well so i think sebastian he, probably brings a lot of money like because because he's very easy to sponsor yes yeah and the thing is i think they either want him as a driver or at least as like some team. kind of yeah. what's it called like advisor, advisor or something yeah. yes but he's not gonna do that if the team just sucks so they had to get the man out for qualifying and then he still only got what p18 i can stand behind that mm. yeah what's they your other conspiracy lance for nothing the other one is is not we talked about marcus's food account earlier didn't we mm-hmm. it's it's connect to that okay oh so do we all do we all know max futural yes mm-hmm. he drove in formula three last time in 2020 ended it mid-season towards the end of the season and always said i'm just taking a break but he didn't come back for 2021 he didn't really have any anything open for 2022 he's just chilling playing golf with Orlando, flying to monaco stuff he just do if you're rich something i don't know thing is things have changed two weeks ago or like three before right before the first race he was on a stream and said he got an offer for a seat in formula three but he declined it because reasons where he's not prepared enough he hasn't been like the gym in, in ages he hasn't been in the car in ages he cannot do it now Right now, he's spending every single day in the gym with Marcus Armstrong. That's why he's always on his food Insta. He said that every single day they're going to the gym together. Also, we have two drivers that cannot drive right now. One of them is... Juan Manuel Correa. someone from... Him and also one from ART Grand Prix. I think that was a team called... His name is like... What's his name? Not Alexander. Something similar. 
I forgot the name. I'm really sorry, but there's someone else who can't drive because he is Russian and he's oh, not allowed oh, to drive in all. Yes, Smalak. Yes, him. and he's not allowed to race in all the races, so that's why they were not sure about keeping him. But they didn't have a replacement, so that's why they offered Max the seat in the first place. Apparently, they would also pay for it. Mm-hmm. Rare and That's three. very rare. But as I said, he declined it because he said, "I'm not fit enough. I can do it." Apparently. I assume he talked to his friends because also on stream his friend was like, just go for it. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. So now he's training every single day. He said he's fixing his diet. He's got to get ready. He also said he's going to be in Imola, definitely, where Formula 3 and a test is happening. Also, he changed his Insta bio to, what was it? Before that, just said like, just F3 driver or something. Just, he never updated. Now it says racing to be continued. And just today, he ate, like, I don't know, some kind of breakfast, sent it to Marcus's food account, and Marcus commented, the diet of a man who's training for a racing comeback. That sounds Oh, legit. that sounds legit. That does sound interesting. legit. And then yesterday, on stream, he also talked about going to Imola, and at first, everyone thought, oh, he's just going there to, you know, hang out with Orlando, whatever, but apparently said there's going to be some new content something new is gonna happen oh shit it's just and yes Juan Carrera he cannot race yeah he has a he has a hairline fracture in his foot which sucks he was just coming back he was just coming back I love Juan very interesting what's happening there yes very interesting 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 interesting. and you know that's gonna happen Mm. but Mm, all right keep watching that because i also want him to come back it's like it was really sad when he left yeah on that note does anyone have any predictions for emma i think that max will be max will DNF again desperate oh well not that one i was actually gonna say he's gonna drive a lot more aggressively because he's now so far behind I think just because I love it, I think it's going to be a wet race again. I want it to happen. Yeah. We haven't had a red, red, wet race this season. But let's not manifest it too much because I don't need a repeat of Spa. That was traumatic. <laughs> not like Spa, but Imola last year was really, really good. Yeah. Except for the Lewis thing. But like the rest was fun. The rest was really fun. Uh, really fun. We haven't had our meme of the week. We haven't. Yes. We Cheers haven't. Us. Do we have one now? Still, I'm, still, I'm still on meme safari. Um, I think we should have to. I have a couple. I have a couple. Um, Let me see. So we have William's weird ass strategy that somehow worked. (laughs) (laughs) And then the grapes is points. Yes! (laughs) That goes with the driver of the day. (laughs) Absolutely. Also, that picture of Alex is so weird. So weird. And you're also. Where Red Bull engine failure. It's just the, I love the, that. The orangutans. The orangutans on it. It's like, <laughs> um, and then a text post that says Alonso is on a cracker of a lap, and then switches camera. Alonso is in the wall. <laughs> Thing is, that's the same thing that happened with Max in, yeah. in Jedha last yeah, year. Yeah, it's giving me Jedha vibes. Yeah, absolutely. And then the Will Buxton me. <laughs> <laughs> if you take first place, you will win the race. 
That's what uh, happened. And Jenny Gao, I don't know who that is. She's a journalist. And she sent out a tweet. Of course, Vettel is under investigation by the fun police. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Oh, so that. So, official petition to rename the FIA. <laughs> the fun police. Fun police. Fun police. <laughs> but that's... Um, and then I remember we sent a couple memes in our group chat as well. Um, but I don't wait. I don't remember which which ones. My favorite one is um, the, the the heart locket. Oh Red yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Kaboom? Kaboom? That was funny. The, that was the penguins of Madagascar. Really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. And oh, and then and then this one made me really laugh really hard when Amy sent it, and it's two kids fighting in the background um, as Red Bull and Ferrari, and then one kid in the front holding up like a like signs mercedes p2 and constructor that one really made me laugh that was so very funny but i think if i had to nominate one meme of the week um i think it'll be um the red bull ferrari mercedes p2 and constructors because mm-hmm. i think it just sums it up very nicely and i think it's so funny that somehow with the wheelbarrow that merc have brought their p2 yeah, in constructors. Meanwhile, <clears throat> Red Bull. Everyone's still painting the main um, rivalry to be Max and <laughs> Charles. He's P six. Max is P six in the World Drivers Championships. He's what rivalry? Near what rivalry? No, there's there's no rivalry there, bestie. Like he's he's below a point in points by so much. Anyways. On that note, um, that was our recap of Australia. <laughs> it was a good recap. It was a good recap. A chaotic weekend, mostly off-track chaos. Yes. But yeah, we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming by. Um, again, if you guys have questions, comments, things to add, um, email us, get in touch with us on social media, on Tumblr, anywhere. Honestly, just reach out we love to chat with you guys we are lonely um that's all we'll leave it at that thanks for listening (laughs) see you guys next week Bye. Bye. bye bye bye